KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. That NFL concussion settlement has been in the news for years since it was agreed upon, but recently there's been a new chapter where we learned about an alarming concept that was being used in deciding who got paid or who didn't get paid or how much a former player got paid. It's called race norming, and we wanted to talk about what it is, how it works, and how in the world something like it could still be around. So we caught up with Ken Jacobson. He is a practice professor of law at Temple University Beasley School of Law. Interesting conversation. Give a listen. So to start, for people that aren't familiar, kind of everything we're talking, going to be talking about here is kind of uh, boils down from the, the concussion settlement the NFL reached with uh, retired players back in, I think it was in 2013, correct? Uh, that's right. Explain a little bit about what this settlement first was all about. The settlement was brought on behalf of retired football players. And at its core, the allegations in the case were that the NFL concealed the risks of repetitive head trauma and particularly uh, neurological problems that developed from that. There were actually thousands of lawsuits brought around the United States. They were all concentrated in uh, federal court in Philadelphia before Judge Brody. And relatively early on, I think that all of the parties recognized that they had to come to some kind of resolution uh, on this case. Uh, the NFL, of course, you know, makes a lot of money. They had a very bad public relations problem. And uh, almost nightly, because I remember I lived through that, uh, the, you were seeing uh, news reports of uh, retired uh, players in wheelchairs or uh, uh, unable to speak. So they reached a resolution. Uh, it was uh, first they reached a settlement that the court thought uh, was not actually uh, sound, that uh, it would run out of money uh, in too short a time. They went back, they redrafted, uh, and the settlement was approved. And it's uh, roughly a billion dollars spread out over 65 years. So that's the settlement. And now recently we have had this situation of basically race-based adjustments that were made within the decision of who got what. Kind of explain, I think it's called race norming. Kind of explain what this is. Okay. And it's uh uh, and it, 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 it's been corrected. We'll see how well uh, the uh, correction is on a going forward basis and, and whether uh, Judge Brody approves it. But without getting in too much into the weeds, at its core, at its core, uh, there were adjustments made, particularly with diagnoses of dementia. How the process worked was uh, approved physicians would conduct neurological co cognitive tests of the NFL players. And there was a right to, and then that would go to a claims administrator uh, who would look at the uh, results of that uh, and uh, decide whether uh, the uh, diagnosis was proper and a claim should be paid. In other words, the, the, the player received money for whatever that diagnosis was. Uh, and the NFL had a right to uh, challenge that, those determinations, which it did. It, it came out that there were many claims that were filed uh, that were denied uh, in whole or in part uh, based on uh, race norming, which was a, is a process where race is taken into consideration 
in the cognitive tests. The justification is that we want to compare apples to apples uh, and in the cognitive tests, we should take into consideration certain attributes according to the theory, which I don't agree with, but that's the explanation, that may be unique, may be unique uh, racially, uh, ethnically. The upshot of it was that the uh, applying the norms to the NFL concussion settlement meant that black players basically were under this recalculation, under this uh, application of these uh, norms, determined to start at a lower cognitive level. And as a result, when they were being tested for dementia or some of the other injuries for which compensation was available under the NFL concussion settlement, they were unable to qualify or qualify for less severe diagnoses because these uh, race norms were applied to their particular claims. Before I dig into the WTF portion of the program with regards <laughs> to this, uh, the adjustment or with the settlement, it still has to be approved by the judge that would throw this out and right the wrongs of people who were denied. Am I making? Am I simplifying too much? No, you're 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 dead on with that, and I'm going to join you on that uh, WTF moment in a second. I hope. But what happened was. Some of the black players brought this to Judge Brody's attention and actually filed a separate lawsuit on discrimination grounds uh, and also brought it to her attention in the uh, as formally as part of the settlement process back in March. Judge Brody, I think wisely and appropriately, invited those players and their lawyers to participate in a process in order to examine to what extent race norming was being used, and if so, how to fix it. And that was uh, sent to uh, Magistrate Judge uh, Strawbridge, who had really mediated or worked very closely with the original settlement. And they reached an agreement, a very detailed agreement, 45 pages, to eliminate race norming. So on a going forward basis, they're going to start recalculating and looking back at some of the claims that were denied and there's going to be a new protocol going forward where uh, race is eliminated completely from the assessment. So this concept of race norming, is this specific to this lawsuit? Is this something that has been used in other lawsuits? I, I, do, I can't get my head around. This sounds like something out of the 1840s and the idea that this is that it's being used in situations that just blows my mind. So is this something specific for this lawsuit or is this something that we have seen before? Uh, we've seen it before. It's not specific to this lawsuit and it stuns me that it was, it, it even found its way into this agreement and the lawyers, at least Chris Seeger, at least uh, who, whom I know, by the way, full disclosure, I know Chris, I know uh, him well and Saul Weiss who also uh, negotiated this uh uh, was co-lead counsel negotiating the settlement. Uh, he apologized for the fact that this element of the settlement was uh, injected into the assessment process. But this, this Matt, this really goes back. The concept of race norming really has kind of a tortured history, and it goes back decades. Actually, the federal government back in the 1980s was one of the first to kind of use race norming in what it thought was a positive manner. 
It thought that aptitude tests that were being applied discriminated or were um, uh, biased uh, against uh, people of color and decided that they were going to make adjustments, and this was mainly for jobs, make adjustments based on race in order to compare equal groups or similar groups, and they ended up using race as one of those factors. Uh, other factors that have been used uh, in order to, you know, to have like what we call a control group is, is, is education, gender, age, other things. Well, they decided in their wisdom or lack of wisdom to use race uh, in order to, in their mind, provide a better, uh, fairer aptitude test for employment opportunities. Uh, that lasted for a period of time, and then it was uh, actually done away with with the Civil Rights Act because it was just a, a terrible way to try and uh, measure performance. I must say, though, that the idea of race norming is still exists in the medical community. The, and, and again, I think for it's been criticized, and I think the NFL concussion litigation, if it's done anything, it's, it's you know, shed light on how disturbing this practice is, but the fact that it still exists. In the medical establishment, it, it was used, again, I think, well-intentioned for good to try and understand whether there were not just cultural, but also ethnic and other factors that might make one group of people a prevalent disease so that that could be treated more effectively. And, uh, you know, whether, again, using the breakdowns, whether it was, you know, women are more prone to this disease or people of, of this socioeconomic background are more prone to this disease, they also used race as a, uh, an indicator in order to assist with identifying risks in that population, in the, uh, for example, the African-American population or the Asian-American population. So the, the idea of these kinds of, uh, of evaluations, if you will, still exists in the medical community. They've been criticized, they've been condemned, but they're out there and uh, we don't hear a lot about them. And uh, I'm not, you know, an expert in that, so I'm not, I can't say, you know, how, how well they work or how prevalent they are, but they certainly exist. So with regards to the concussion lawsuit and this separate lawsuit that was brought by retired black players, how long do we anticipate it's going to take, assuming that the the judge will sign off on it? How long a process are we talking here until this is finalized? Well, immediately what they've done in the agreement, and I think Judge Brody will have, in fact, I, I went online right before I came on this podcast because uh, Judge Brody is very good. She knows this is a hot button issue and she uh, runs a very tight uh, docket and schedule. So I was looking to see when the hearing has been scheduled. I didn't see a date for that, but I'm sure it's going to be very, very soon uh, because of the importance of this topic. But in the meantime, it's there's going to be uh, really two stages. First, uh, as has been widely reported in the media, they're going to abolish completely, and they've agreed in the agreement, which I've read, to abolish completely race as a factor at all uh, in these kind of batteries of uh, neuro, neuro uh, psychological and, uh, and the cognitive tests that they run. Uh, 
they're going to eliminate that. Uh, they're going to, though, there's going to be another phase of this uh, in a year where they're going to look at the data that they've collected, not only already, but on a going forward basis, and see if there are other kinds of indicia or norms that can be applied in order to come up with a fair uh, evaluation and assessment of the player's cognitive abilities and the decline in th those abilities and any diseases they may have. So it's really a two-phase two process. The first is a panel of experts said, we're gonna get rid of these now, and we're going to look back and see to what extent race played a part in rejecting or uh, minimizing some claims, and we're gonna revisit those. And then a year from now, we're gonna come up with, if approved by the court, which I think uh, Judge Brody will approve this, we're gonna have these experts look at the data that we've accumulated and see what you know, what, what other, how better can we apply all criteria, not race, but other criteria to make sure that there's, we're evaluating these players properly and that we're compensating them properly. Because there are other problems with, with the settlement and with, you know, these claims uh, apart from this, uh, that not, I shouldn't say problems, there's complaints that players are not being uh, diagnosed properly and not being treated fairly. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.